Welcome to the Legal Selma Podcast. Hi, Greg. Hey, Angie. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, too. Um, today, we're talking with Greg Malia. Uh, Greg is one of the two founders of my current firm, Regency Law Group. Um, he's a colleague. He's a friend. He, by far, has the best smile in the office. I'll give him that. A little bit jealous. It's a position I held myself in previous jobs, but there's no competition here. I appreciate it. Yeah. How's your day going, Greg? Uh, pretty hectic, actually, yeah. uh, which is standard for me. So I, you know, gear my day up earlier so that by the time I get into the office, the chaos that ensues is not hitting me in the face within an hour of waking up. So um, I usually show up ready to, you know, you know, ready to get a series of emails and phone calls of people panicking and emergencies, and I do my best to, you know, knock them out one at a time and. Yeah, uh, I usually get that started uh, as quickly as I can upon arrival. So you gear your day up early. Does, it, does your day start at the firm or does your day start someplace else? So I wake up anywhere between the hours of 3.45 on a you know tough day or, yeah. a, uh, or 5 a.m. So anywhere in that range, whenever I get up, I... Um, I head to the gym with uh, a group of gentlemen who got together during the pandemic years when everything shut down, converted an old garage into a gym, and mm-hmm. um, there's some healthy competition in there. And so that goes till about uh, 5.36 in the morning, and then I you know, get home, get ready to come into the office. I'm usually here between 7.30 and 8. Do you find starting your day at the gym just makes everything else flow? It's certainly mental. It's it's helpful yeah. from a mental perspective. I think the idea, especially in this career, uh, of getting out of bed and then heading, you know, to a drive-through and then right into your office with your eyes closed. Still, uh, you're not setting yourself up um, to be effective. I find that the gym does move your it moves your body around and then your mind wakes up and you know while you're working out you're contemplating your day you're contemplating yeah. what you're about to do um that carries on to when you're you know getting home in the shower and maybe preparing a breakfast yeah. all those activities in the morning when you're by yourself you have time to think and reflect and plan and i find that when you do hit the office uh you hit it with a plan and, and it's usually an effective one you're awake you're focused wake focused um you've made some accomplishments already mm-hmm you know, you've burned all those calories or whatever it is you're setting out to do in the gym and you're ready to go. You feel good. You feel great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we said, I also start my day at the gym every morning, slightly the same. Mine opens at five. So I get up about quarter to five or so, and then spend a bit of time out there. But I always said, as long as I work out in the morning, everything else is manageable. It can handle everything else. If I miss my workout, that's when I feel like things start to fall apart. And you fall behind. I think you start to get to work and or you, you know, even if you woke up at seven, seven thirty, yeah. I feel like I'm, pan- I'm, I'm already agitated and panicked that it's seven thirty, and I'm, I'm now just getting up. I'm way nothing. behind. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Even though you may still get to work around the same time, your day mm-hmm. is is a lot different. Your mental capacity, your neuroplasticity, is different than it would be having worked out. Yeah, it's almost like stretching. It's like, well, yeah. how can I expect to sprint without warming up now? It's exactly like stretching. Like yeah. you're stretching your your brain in addition with your body. I agree. Um, Because you were quite into jujitsu in the morning, weren't you? It was in the evening. It was in the Um, evening, okay. I I haven't been back. I did have an injury 
because I hiked the Grand Canyon mm-hmm. uh, in November of 2022 and didn't prepare for that properly. So I had a bit of a knee injury and I had to um, put jujitsu on the shelf, but I am planning on getting back to it. That's interesting. I also have a, a martial arts gym. I've been a bit more on the boxing side, but I've taken a few jujitsu classes. Interesting. I'm looking to get into the boxing side of things, okay. although I've I'm not, some good sure, recommendations for not you. sure my brain can handle um, losing any more brain cells. So, <laughs> um, we don't do a lot of contact. And if we do, you know, people are wearing like headgear, it's a lot more pad work. So you're either with, with a bag or if you have a partner, one has pads, so you're not getting hit in the head, but I love it. And the amount of aggression. So I work with a coach who's incredible. He was a, a former professional boxer, um, hadn't had a really spectacular injury that prevented him from ever, Um, ever continuing. And I remember coming out and I'd boxed over the years, like, I don't know, maybe starting my late twenties and then got back into it a couple years ago. And I came out with a huge smile on my face and I was like, oh my God, you know, Chris, I love that so much. And he's like, in my decades of coaching, he's like, I've never met a female that did not love throwing punches. (laughs) He's like, you women just, you take more pride in just bashing at someone. I was like, not thinking of anything in general. I'm just like, thinking of focus, how is my, is my fist hand, you know, it's just, I don't know if you can see what's going on right now, but it makes me so happy. I'm, I'm barely able to contain my laughter and excitement because, um, I, I find that is common among, um, among many people, but female specifically, I've got yeah. some friends who are black belts in kickboxing and just like chomping at the bit to get into a class yeah. and compete. I like the thrill or the the technique and the thrill of knowing an mm-hmm. art. I'm not a huge, um, like I'm not driven by the competition aspect. I feel like I'm yeah. at this stage of my life. Uh, I'm past needing to go and prove that I can stand on a podium. Sure. It's, yeah, I'm not there either. It, it's more about teach me the skill and yeah. let me practice it and learn it yeah. and like p- participate. And so, yeah, that is something that that would be really cool. Cool. And I find it's also the people I meet in doing this. Like it's a very like-minded, you know, who come into it the same reason that you and I do. They they respect the art. They respect the skill. Um, and it's, I don't know, a certain mindset. And it's really great because you get, you can go anywhere and almost everyone's almost the same. So yeah. if you could probably go to California and you can, you know, go to Peru. Of course. And you find a, a gym and yeah. people are doing whatever martial art they're doing and you know, that the etiquette is the same and there's obviously going to be some differences, but it's, it's pretty global. Yeah. Funny. My sister lives in California and I was visiting her last year and I was walking down like her neighbor, four houses down, had like a boxing class in his, you know, his garage, like his driveway. Um, so I went by and I was like, Oh, you know, he's like, yeah, I'd do some drop-in. So I made an appointment. I went back the next day. I worked out with him and we were talking and a friend of mine at uh, the MMA gym that I go to in Mexico, a professional fighter, and this is his coach when he's in California. That's wild. Crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. wild. So everyone, you know, took selfies together and sent it to the other one. And they're like, you kidding? How do you guys know each other? Like, how do you know each other? Yeah, it's such a small community, yeah. even though they're, they're separated by thousands of miles. I always often wonder, too, the, uh, it would be nice to get you know, competitors from each, here's me talking about not competing, um, <laughs> competitors from each, um, 
geographical locale okay. and to see how they compete against each other and what techniques, you know, maybe this region overuses this technique and this region has, you know, a, a response to that and seeing kind of who's the best of the best. And do you find that respect in addition to the physical exercise? But like you said, like jujitsu is very technical. Um, you're focusing eye to eye, you know, with someone and trying to figure out how best to, to approach it, to, you know, take them down. I still haven't figured it out. What it's, what the best way to describe it is, is, um, and I feel embarrassed to even be talking about it because I'm not qualified to do it, but. In your experience, you are. It is really just, do you know all the moves and do you know when to make the moves and people liken it to a chess game where there's, you know, the board is there, there's a finite number of squares and pieces, but really an infinite number of things that can happen once the game starts. And I find when you're, rolling with someone and you're competing, there are different techniques that will come into play based on everybody's move. So it's really just what does this, what does, who makes the first move? And then what do you do to respond to that? And um, anything can really happen. But isn't that strategy almost the exact same as what we do in our jobs? It's similar. Yeah. Similar. It is similar to practicing law. You often do have to I guess, take what comes at you and, you know, look at the facts and apply your knowledge. It's, yeah. It really is the same. And bluff. I am assuming that this will be done before this um, episode is uploaded. But uh, to hold out detail, it was on a call this morning. I bluffed all the way across and I think it's going to work. You know, we didn't need to get a lot, but I just needed to to create a little bit of leverage to resolve something without actually having to issue a claim. Yeah, maybe cut the date out of this one. But yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the, right. the date's out. I know the date's what you out. mean. I think that um, you know this as well, is like as you go through so many different um, scenarios, yeah. you can almost read when you should be bluffing. Yeah. And it's really just based on, you know, not being greedy, but how much leverage do I have and yeah. how how aggressive do I want to be? And you mm-hmm. know, you really, it's like playing poker too. You know, when you have someone, right? Yeah. Cause I do think creating the bit of leverage in this case is going to cause a much quicker resolution, um, happier clients on both sides, uh, much less expensive, um, fees, et cetera. And we'll, we'll get this done pretty quickly, which I think is, you know, the yeah, perfect scenario in every case. It's funny how certain things can happen to bring about those circumstances. And yeah. all of a sudden, you know, someone, uh, doesn't know that someone else is watching them and it has nothing to do with their dispute, but it's a small little fact that might destroy, uh, a whole, a whole set of, you know, maybe family values and yeah. all of a sudden, Hey, everyone's coming back to the table and we're all going to work on this together without yeah. destroying someone's life. I, I think that's the case. And I'm fortunate that the guy on the other side is a really good guy. I find him, um, intelligent, reasonable, fair. So I don't really have any doubt, which same in jujitsu. Um, I went to watch, I have a few friends, like I said, who fight uh, semi-professionally. And the fact that they can absolutely bludgeon and bloody this person's face. And then as soon as it's done, the hugging and the bowing and the absolute respect and then watching them, you know, share a meal together after. I don't I don't have that in me, nor I do I want to have it in me. Yeah, I don't want but to get there. It's I absolutely love the respect that you see, you know, in I guess our daily sport and this this physical sport as well. Yeah, I think with with jujitsu, you know, sometimes when I when I go and, and train, you have a partner that you're sparring with, yeah, and you you go against them for you know thirty or sixty minutes, and it's just how many rounds can each of you win? And after a few of them, 
you do start to get a level of, you know, it is yeah. a level of respect. And yeah. even though you're getting your arm torqued and your leg busted, <laughs> um, you still like, you, you like the person more, I think. Yeah. I agree completely. Yeah. You respect them. Yeah. And then going back to sort of like the physical health side of it. So you and Eric founded this place uh, about six and a half years ago, six years ago. Yeah, Regency Law Group, I believe we opened our doors officially on May 1st, 2017. Um, Recall, because I joined you three years to the day. I joined you May 1st, 2020. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, height of, height of, height. Of, of pandemic. So yeah, we, 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 uh, kind of went at this with some, with naivety and some, uh, uh you know, a lot of what people say is a lot of piss and vinegar. Um, <laughs> and it's been successful so far. And I think it's been successful based on a, a few things. Our original plan, um, was to serve people who we wanted to work for. Mm-hmm. And what that means is it's, let's be a part of this community Let's serve the people, let's serve the corner store. Let's serve, you know, the, do- the, you know, the new doctor that just came out of his residency or a residency. Sure. Um, let's help people buy properties. Let's do their estate planning. Let's help, mm-hmm. you know, let's do commercial transactions and um, let's keep sharpening our skills in commercial litigation. And I think that um, our approach has always been go at it with, um, vigor, go at it with no ego, mm-hmm. have a, you know, keep your passion and keep your values close to you. And, and if you just, at least from my perspective, if you, if you just keep your head down and keep working, you'll be successful in one way or another. And yeah. even when I had the hard, some hard years kind of, you know, right out of the gate, my approach was always, I'm just going to wake up tomorrow and go yeah. again. And I'm just going to wake up and go again. And I would have bad days and bad days. Some were, you know, I didn't, I never had these feelings before or these, I never had these emotions and they haven't, they haven't shown themselves to me yet. And as like a, you know, someone who's lived half their life and my approach is just, you know, get up or get to bed and get up and and go back at it. And as long as you don't quit and you keep doing what you're, what you set out to do, you should succeed. And and that's still true today. If, you know, you get back from a weekend or a hard day and it's just, okay, I just got to get up tomorrow and go at it again. Absolutely. Yeah. I find for me, it was, I believe this advice came during a yoga class because those weekends away in that are necessary. And the comment was, do what you're doing. So if you have that weekend away, be in that weekend away, enjoy that weekend away. You're not working right now and that will prepare you. So when you do come back on Monday, you can hundred percent be there. Yeah, I, I would agree. Early on, it's harder to do that. I think, sure. especially, you know, as a young lawyer coming out of school, it's hard to even do that because you're so concerned about failing um, and learning. But the more you can step away, the easier, yeah. not the easier it becomes, the the better prepared you are to manage the stressors that will yeah. that you will encounter. I agree. When you and Eric started Regency Law Group, was it always the plan to be a full service firm or did you ever consider um, specializing more so? I mean, I realize you have your area of spe- specialty, as do I, as do, does Eric, and as do, you know, a number of other people here. The intention was full service, and the idea was, um, it was it was based on our value proposition to our clients. Like, we always thought that you can best serve your client when you know everything about them. So, 
our one of our first clients actually our first client has a business and we do all of their work we do mm-hmm. their employment work we do their real estate work we mm-hmm. negotiate their litigation when it comes through um, we participate in um, discussions with accountants in terms of tax planning and that sort sure. of thing the idea was if we can you know assist with the real estate transaction assist with the employment situation we mm-hmm. will have an you know a better enriched relationship with the clients which just serves them better because it allows us to give them better service than anyone else will. If we know everything about you absolutely, and um, your situation, we're going to give you holistic advice, not just something w- with a certain lens. And so yeah. that's, that's really what was the, the basis for the full service model. Mm-hmm. Um, and then within that full service model, yes, there's specialists doing those, those things. And yeah. You know, we've we've grown in a sustainable way because we've added lawyers and we've added um, law clerks and other skilled staff on the basis that um, we all row in the same direction and we understand we come from you know a similar values. Um, I agree. Pl- or a similar place of values, or we come from similar. Um, what's the way to put this? Everyone wants the same thing here. You want to. You have similar values. Everyone's in it for the right reason. Yeah. You want to do well when you're here. And when you're not here, we want you to do well at home and we want you to do well outside of home. And that will only make you better here. Of course. And that's kind of the way we want it to happen. It's a very um, sustainable approach. Yeah. That's the intention for sure. Well, and it's really um, projected in this quite spectacular new office that we have here. We're proud of the office. Yeah, yeah it, it, it was, looks great. It was a very 90s bank before we tore it up and moved in. And it's still ongoing, which is great. There's always improvements to be made. Um, yeah. And we're excited about that. Can I ask, who picked the lights? Because I, from the moment I first walked in, I'm absolutely in love with um, with the light fixtures. Uh, our office manager did most of the interior. Right? Nice, think, Trisha. Yeah, and I think she presented us for approval, and we yeah. really just did, um, you know, we signed off on the dotted line type of thing, and she yeah. said, here's what I think and why, and we said, we don't we don't have any reason to dispute that <laughs> or, or argue with it. But I, yeah, I, I enjoy the lights. The windows, lots of glass in here. Lots of light in here. Yeah, yeah it's really it's really cool. And cool. I think people appreciate the fact that we're on ground level now. So instead of being in a high rise where you're a little bit removed from, let's call it society or yeah. um, at least removed from the streetscape, here you're right here. And so you want to step outside, you step right outside. You don't have to get into a lobby and into an elevator and then another lobby. And then most people won't do that because of the stages in this the amount of time it takes to do that. Whereas here you can go outside for two minutes and it can be a two minute break. I completely agree. Yeah. I completely agree. So I like that. Yeah. Cool. Greg, I know you have a, a huge day going on and you stepped away to help me out here and to uh, talk a little bit about um, Regency Law Group and what we do. And um, I didn't expect that we would get into uh, a metaphor between law and jujitsu. But as we got into that, I, I think it's incredibly accurate. Yeah, I think I, I so first, thank you for um, having me as a guest. I, I enjoyed it. Um, and I'm hoping that I can get back to jujitsu and then we can do another episode We can and further this conversation and others. Maybe we can do a video one. Give it a f- six months of practice. Can we turn the lunchroom, put some mats down? Yeah, we, can do, yeah, we can do some rolling down let's the stairs. Do it. Yeah, yeah. We okay, can do it. We cool. We might yeah. have a guest come in or maybe two. Um, yeah, it sounds great. great. All right. Cool. Yeah, Thanks give a lot, me some Ange. practice time. Cool. Take care, Greg. See ya.